Welcome everybody. This is Finding Neverland podcast number 31. Joined by Luke. I think I see him. Our guitar player. Hey. And super excited. We have a guest this week. Shiraz Siddique. Did I say that right? Yeah, Shiraz Siddique. Shiraz Siddique. Okay. Almost. Almost, James. Awesome. <laughs> no problem. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Um, so anybody uh, listening, uh, Shiraz is the author of a book called Well Done, A Passionate Pursuit of Purpose. He is also the uh, founder of the Christian Business Harvest Network. Correct? You got it, yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right, cool. I didn't want to mess that up for you, but uh, we're super excited to have you on, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I was telling some of my people, look, when I grow up, I want hair like James, because that's like epic. <laughs> you got it coming out of your hair. And but then look, uh, I thought it was all a bunch of hair, but then Luke shows up with that, that, that epic mustache. Yeah, like man. Luke, bro, you got to bring that back on on camera. I got to see that sash again. There that is, is, that is an epic. I'm back. There he is. I'm back. We we're talking about your mustache, Luke. Uh, already, man. That's cool. Yeah. Do oh man, oh, okay. this technology, man. I couldn't get my mic to work or not. Yeah, we're good. I think we got all of us now. Hey, can so, we? Just... Um, cool. Yeah, I um, as I was telling, I was speaking with Shiraz a little bit before or last week, I think, and uh, I was just telling him, you know, we kind of just wing this show. We don't really have it planned. Um, so. Right. Uh, we're super excited to have you on here um, and just talk about whatever you want to talk about, whether it be, you know, your upbringing, your business, whatever you want to share. Um, Let's go. Totally uh, to you. Yeah, we, we'll just and we just kind of wing it and just kind of let the Holy <clears throat> Spirit guide us and see where it goes and see where the conversation goes. And then. Yeah. Let's go. So, it, it, yeah, if you're throwing me the mic, let's jump in. If you let's guys are good it. with that. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's just do it. Awesome. Go ahead. So, so here's the thing i was uh trying to do a little bit of homework on finding neverland and i saw this one clip and all guys all i heard was rah, 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 and that's all it sounded <laughs> like to me right and i was i couldn't get enough of it. like <laughs> god you got some crazies in this world and, and, yeah. and so my daughter lives uh probably about five hours from me and she recently went to a concert, and at that concert was um, uh, Maverick City, uh, uh, a guy named Halvey, and somebody that she's been tracking for a while because she's got to meet Lecrae a number of times. So, you know, Lecrae wow. was there, remembers her. It's just kind of cool. They got this little concert connection, so she was able to hang out with Lecrae again and, you know, just backstage or whatever, whatever. Is she like an event promoter? or is she No, just... she's just – so her name is Raina. And the first time that she met him, she made a T-shirt, and on it, she changed her name to say Lacrena. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, right. And, and so, and so, the, the the these these girls that gravitated towards some music that they identify. My I'm referring to my daughters. They uh, graduate gravitate towards music they identified with. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, girl, you paid how much for a VIP ticket for? Right. 
it's like you've met him a number of times like he knows you by your first name like why are you going again and so i'm contrasting uh -huh. that on purpose on purpose to like okay so i got this halvey guy in my ear and he's pretty good yeah, i'm not sure if you heard any of halvey's music he's pretty good and because he's like dad dad you gotta you know you drop this track you gotta hear it hear it he's pretty good and then i get on because i want to check out okay so who is finding neverland and again all i hear is ah, 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 and i get enough of it and i loved it isn't it awesome that the body of christ is so sprinkled with beauty of all different sorts of yeah. all different kinds so i'm uh, in as much as i'm like yeah. yo, i like winging it like i show up let's go whatever you want to talk yeah. about let's go but there's always in me this um because i respect the opportunity to have a microphone and a platform i always want to prepare yeah in my mm -hmm. preparation i i couldn't get it as like hey something's off with my my intent i'm like not hearing from god like what's going on like god what what is it that we're supposed to talk about tonight and right. all, what all i was getting was a sense of the dichotomy and the comparison the comparison between a halvey and finding neverland yeah wow so that's, that's amazing I'll give you a bit of background. Uh, yeah. My my parents uh, born in Pakistan, and so when I say it properly, people are like, "Where is that?" Pakistan. If that sound if that sounds more familiar, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm used to people like, "What is Pakistan?" <laughs> no, Pakistan. Okay, gotcha. okay, cool. So, but I I was born in Canada, and so already natural differences. So mm -hmm. in the '80s, for me growing up, I'm like one of uh, five uh, non-white kids in, in mm -hmm. the toronto area at the school that we went to uh, just a suburb outside of toronto so i know what it is to be different yeah. right but when you're with the white folk you're like hey who's this what is that and that's how i grew right. up <laughs> right. racism doesn't bother me it was just my existence so i'm not looking for reparations right it was just my existence right i'm not making political commentary i'm talking about my own life right like it was just it, yeah. it is what it is it is what it is i don't really care and um mm -hmm. uh, but when i'm with brown folk okay so in the states when you say brown you, you think hispanic in canada there's so many indian and pakistani people here in canada that when you say brown mm -hmm. we're talking about the far east okay so right when i'm with brown people they're like what's this christian doing in here yeah and so I've grown yeah. up being a minority within a minority. Mm -hmm. So I know what the differences are, yeah. right? Because that's been my whole existence is to embrace the difference. Because mm. I've always stood out. Like there's nothing normal about me. There, there, there really isn't my path, everything. And so there's some mm -hmm. people listening in tonight and whenever it is that you are listening because look maybe you're listening to this two years after you found this you found a recording of this i assure you that if you feel like you don't fit in god is saying don't fit in yeah just be you baby just be you right and and, and so i i just want to like right off the bat if you feel like you want to rock a stash like Luke, rock a stash like Luke. If you feel like you want to produce music that sounds like something I'm not familiar with, do it because that's what you are called to do. And I love what Finding Neverland is all about. Why? Because you feel like you are honoring God 
through what it is that you are doing and i love it so gents before we jump in any further like i i I, i'm so excited uh, about hanging out with brothers who from a different mother from a different country different music tastes different hair and we all the same at the end of the day guys this right here is like heaven on earth to me man like no none of my people will ever believe me that i hung out with finding neverland if they ever heard your music people like what sure you did what where how i was like no you don't know james's hair you don't know (laughs) you don't know him like that i do and i think that's the the mosaic that we get in the body of christ Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful man yeah that's one of my favorite um ideas is like kingdom culture is having you know everybody being unique and we're all we all have the same message we love jesus and we know that we know who you know we want we're trying to reach jesus and get to know him more but we also but i know god is wanting us to have this unique expression because he made us all unique and so the thing that's awesome about finding neverland and with our screaming music is is this is just our style of worship. This is how we worship. We we kind of want to be more, you know, aggressive with it. And because I think God is in all those characteristics. He's aggressive mm-hmm. and he can be loud and with his love mm-hmm. and, and everything. And he can also be gentle and and um, and soft. And so I think there's just different styles, these unique styles of worship that we can bring um, to our father in heaven. And I think he loves them all. Um, he loves his children having those unique styles of worship. And that's why I think screaming is so unique because it gives us this platform, this ability to be able to like kind of just be aggressive with uh, with the gospel uh, because we believe it is. So love it. Right. And, yeah. and, and you know, if I'm having conversations with with people and they're standing up for the goodness of what Christ represents, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'll rock with you. Let's go how where how far you want to go let's go but as soon as you begin to tell me about your belief system tied to your denomination mm-hmm. so i i have my mask I check out. sorry was that luke i didn't, didn't hear you oh oh god bless you <laughs> god bless you for this <laughs> you know it is as soon as as soon as um somebody um wants to rep their 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 what seminary they went to okay so like i got my uh, master's in theology at tyndale tyndale is the largest seminary in canada okay and i hate theological pillow fights Mm. what's the point man yeah you love god yeah you do it screaming my catholic one of my closest friends on the planet his name is albert brandstatter He's from Austria and, and we're an odd couple. That's all right. That's all right. And he's Catholic and he's about the somber recite prayers. I'm like, Albert, you love God in ways that the people in my church, they don't love God like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't really, I'm not going to judge you. Like, yeah, we'll have conversations about the concept of Mary and idol worshiping and okay. Yeah. There's some differences. Yeah. But uh, Albert, later on, I'll be hanging out with James, and he all he does is scream in the mic. And so what are you going to do, judge him? Right. And as we put, you know, I think there's more power in our similarities than in our differences. 
Oh, absolutely, dude. Uh, I, you know, it's it's all it's all in Jesus being the body of Christ, and that's the similarity. If, if it's the only similarity, which is not, because there's so many other ones also, is that when Christ told his disciples, "Love one another as I have loved you," and and as just as you love me, love one another, and this is how the world will know that you are my disciples, you are my followers. And it's like if the church isn't following that that single rule, step one, then of course you lost you lost the world. You're 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 a lukewarm uh, congregation. And I you know like to say what you to comment on what you said about um, Catholicism. I went to a Catholic school for a year uh, just because it was the best school they go to at the time. Uh, it was all boys school, private, and then. I was not Catholic, but I, I was a really strong believer even uh, in, in eighth grade. And I just started to re- recognize that they, the reverence that they had for the word and the prayers and everything that they did. I mean, yeah, we're, we're a bunch of, it's all boys school. So we're cutting a fool all the time, you know, young guys just cutting a fool. But then when it was time to go to mass and get the communion and stuff, it was just, everybody was like, all right. And, and it just, the reverence was unmatched. And, but, the, but, you know, to say speak to the other side of what you were saying too is I don't think God wanted us to create denominations at all. The the, the, the the denominations, that's when the devil the devil was like, Okay, well, okay, now they have salvation, but I'm gonna get in here and I'm gonna divide them. I'm gonna split them up. These guys worship on Sunday, these guys worship on Saturday, they don't eat this, they don't eat this, and I'm gonna divide them. So they're gonna look just like the rest of the world. With all these different denominations of every religion imaginable, you know, a million different religions, a million different gods, to be honest with you, with with some religion, and it's just we've been deceived. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like and like like you said, it's like, am I going to come at you with my, you know, the Bible is a weapon, it's the sword of truth, but I'm not going to unsheath my sword to fight a brother. Why okay. am I beating him over the head with, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. that's the thing. So, it's like, but that's what we're doing, you know, most of the time, it seems like. So, I'm not necessarily against denominations. I'm against what you just said is when we when we hold ourselves in as a higher authority on the concept of God and declare <laughs> that we we are the exclusive holder of truth and everyone else, unless they come alongside our version uh, right. Then, therefore, see, here's why I'm not um, against the, the concept of denominations. Uh, growing up, my my uncle was a pastor. He actually founded the first Desi. Now, the term Desi uh, represents Pakistan and India. So okay. the region is called this. So he started the first Desi church in Canada. And um, going to his church from time to time, um, People would literally take their shoes off before they went into the sanctuary because they were using your word, Luke, and I love the word you drop, reverence. The reverence that they had for God, they took their shoes off before they went into the sanctuary. That's how much they revered the presence of God. Now, what I tell everyone else that this is what's right and this is how we should really revere God, because on the flip side, a church that we uh, we came alongside and helped uh, helped out for a, a few years. My wife and I, as you guys are crazy, they would um, <laughs> serving communion, okay, serving communion, mm-hmm. um, wearing shorts, 
in open toe sandals. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least cut your toenails, dude. They look nasty. If you're right. Gonna, oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, public service announcement. Announcement. If you're gonna let your, <laughs> if you let the dogs hang out, all your big toes, just, just, just do your nails, please, because like, especially in church, right? Like, yeah, and, paint those suckers or something. Right. So, like, on one hand, you got this extreme reverence, and on one, on other hand, you got like shorts and open toe sandals serving communion. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, those were cultural differences but as soon as we make absolutes out of our cultural differences we got a problem we got a problem that was uh that's one thing i've noticed um with our band has been the only people who have been like reaching out to you know send us what we're doing wrong with our music and theologically and everything else um is just other christians like we've it's like oh, you'll click man. on their profile and it'll be it like hurts. in their bio and it's like it's like what is this like it seems like you know secular people are just like oh cool you know you're 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 making metalcore music for for jesus that's cool that you're you're into that and then it seems like the only people that are coming at us with like hey you're doing this wrong you're doing this oh, wrong you're man. doing this wrong it's such mm -hmm. a shame um you know and I love that. I love this message that uh, Shiraz that you're 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 preaching. Is they're just cultural differences, and we like and people like to worship in different ways. And I think that's amazing. I think that's that's great. I think that was um, kind of what you were you were talking about. One hundred percent. I think not. I well, I, I have this strong sense that we're all gonna be shocked when we get to heaven about something. Right. We're all like, but God, I thought this whole time he's like. Yeah, I know that was cute. It's all right. I still love you, anyways. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. You like tried, all you of tried. us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that if we honor what we strongly are convicted about, and we try to, uh, Luke, I'm gonna use your word all night, Revere. That reverence, that concept. I'm gonna use it all night, buddy. Like if mm. we can offer that reverence through the gifts and talents and the abilities that we have. Oh yeah, that's a dangerous well, that's, life, man. That's dangerous, man. It's really dangerous, and that's why you know I, I feel like you know sometimes the spiritual warfare gets ramped up when you step out like that. When you step out of the boat and you're trying to walk on water, the, the spiritual warfare gets it gets rough. It gets deep. But um, you know, I don't know where else was, I was going with that, but I think it was just something that I wanted to comment on what you just said. Um, but uh, yeah, oh, as far as the go ahead, James. Go, ahead, James. I can't remember oh, what I was just, saying. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say I, on on your uh, in the description of your book, well done. Um, there was something I really liked. Um, it said, "Hold on, let me pull it up." Where did I see that? Um, well done provides the necessary clarity to discover and re recover the greatness that is silently stirring in your God-given DNA. And I really like that because. Um, I really like the the word you used of silently stirring is uh you know there's there's these things that like for me music was not was not something that i thought i was going to be doing but it just kind of i just felt like god kept stirring it up more and more and more and more as something that i should i should do and so the more i've like gone that path it seems like um it's in god's will for my life and so um yeah i just I really like that idea of it's just like there's just like the stir in me that i'm like why do i like music what is this passion for where's this coming mm -hmm. from and then and then you know i look into my family history and my great 
uh, grandfather, you know, played music with Elvis and and things like what? Like, yeah, like famous, you know, musicians. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm now I'm kind of like now this is starting to make sense. Why God has started to like he he first he started it by, um, you know, giving me this love for like listening to metalcore music, and then I started to want to you know want to play it, and it started to be stirred up inside me that that was something that I should pursue. And so, um, yeah, I think everybody has that. So I really enjoyed that in your, your description, your bio description. So let's go there for a minute. I'm not even sure what chapter it is. It doesn't even matter. Let's just talk about this concept sure. of uh, Romans 12, 2. And folks, if you're listening, at least one person is already thinking, oh, yeah, I know what Romans 12, 2 is. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, 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 and I think that's a powerful scripture, but yeah. it's not the whole story. It's not actually the whole verse. And unfortunately, if, if you take the Bible in sound bites, we might be missing uh, oh, yeah. the beauty of what it, the totality of it could represent. And uh, this is what it says uh, after that and luke or james i'm not sure if you have it handy just so you can uh put in the notes or something there for everybody to see but romans 12 2 the the entire verse right like it changes it completely because the next part and this is the same verse you know it's not like, like the next verse it's the same verse it says so that we can test and approve god's perfect will for our lives mm. i'm like hold up wait a minute uh right i went back to the greek I, i'm a bit of a greek nerd so as as you know yeah. most fo folks know the old testament you know the earlier uh uh document scriptures were in greek at koine greek and so it, this is what it says in the greek it's so that we can approve his perfect his good and perfect will for our lives now wait a second luke why does god need you to approve his will for you i'm like full stop god what the heck is happening right here james why do you need to test and put put it to proof meaning approve this is what it says in the greek his will for your life i thought god is sovereign with or without your permission why is he looking and that's where beauty comes in it's in what you just said james you begin to scratch and sniff a little bit Ah, what is that? Wait, 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 wait. Until you take ownership of God's will for your life, you will never walk in the fullness and the joy of it. What God is saying to all of us is go ahead and own it and stop saying, well, it must be God's will. Is it or isn't? Because we move in power when we say it's no longer God's will. I agree. So now it's my purpose, not God's purpose for mm -hmm. me. When you take ownership of it, and when you begin to speak the language of purpose, it sounds like my purpose, not God's will for me, because he's telling us to take accountability and ownership of it. Test it, prove it, and approve it. So, um, James, I know that you played sports, played football. Folks, if you don't know, don't mess with them. You think you're going to get on stage and James will James will crush you. Like, literally, he'll put his shoulder into you. Luke, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he will lay you out, right? Like he played mm -hmm. the Colorado State or Colorado. In Colorado, yeah. Colorado. I, uh, and it's the funny thing is, uh, um, I was always like the smallest guy in the field, 
but it but it never was like a component of it i'm so I was it wasn't so a problem that I, I i was pretty hard and i was always like the fastest guy out there so you never really got a shot on me or anything but uh yeah right. I, could, and I could tackle too so <laughs> yeah and, and so you see you see your nature being formed in something that's natural to you and it came easy folks purpose i assure you you've already seen the clues and the cues that are pointing you it, 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 it it's like some people um should never um uh delete that calculator app off their phone because they're just not good at numbers right um some people shouldn't be artists like for me i stopped at stick figures because that's about how far i'm gonna get <laughs> with uh, art but when it came to uh inciting conversation and hosting man I, I found i was like pretty natural at it but my my dad worked with his hands he's like boy, what are you good for? You ain't good for nothing. Go get a real job. I'm like, dad, I, uh, this is what I'm kind of wired for. Like it comes naturally folks, <laughs> whatever comes naturally to you is probably what God needs to bring through you. Mm-hmm. The cues and the clues are there, but back to purpose just for a moment. Uh, uh, uh Romans 12 two. uh, when you sign off, it's like, Luke, have you ever done this? You got to sign on uh, an app and it needs a two-factor authentication. You got to enter in your password and then it sends you an SMS code on your phone and then you got to enter the six digit. There's a two-factor authentication to your purpose. God is saying, this is it. You need to now sign off. It's already signed off with the blood of the lamb. He's already shed his blood on your for you. So one signature is already written in blood, but will you mm-hmm. commit to it? And until you commit to it, folks, it'll just be this mystic must be the will of God. But when you say hell or high water, loud or soft, it don't matter. Let's go. And when you sign off, you see, when you are the reason I brought up you playing sports, one of the things that the coach is always trying to do, and this is true in the corporate world as well. Leaders, you know, CEOs, when they do their team meetings at the, you know, their annual kickoffs at the beginning of the year, they're looking for this. They're looking for this. Your coach, your the CEO of the company, what they're looking for, they're looking for buy-in. They want you to buy into the philosophy of how to play defense, the structure, the plays. They want you to buy into the work ethic. They want you to buy in because when everybody buys in to the approach that the team is taking or the business is taking. Have you bought into your purpose yet? When you do. Yeah, I definitely. Over everybody else. Man, I, I totally agree with that because I, I see these things that we do here on earth. Uh, you know, whether with God and society or a godless society and say, well, we expect this out of each other on this planet. Why would it be any different with the kingdom of God? Why would these rules not apply okay. to a higher to a higher realm? And I'm I'm like, okay. so people, you know, they but they but at the same time they want to take shortcuts with mm. the, the, the what the kingdom of heaven, I think, as if it doesn't but how does we know in our in our lives now? How do we square that to, to kind of like give our leftovers to God 
but then here in our business or in our things here on earth we're like we're on point we're doing it like like everybody you know knows you want it you want to do it so you can you can go as far as you can man it goes right back to what you were saying earlier luke like all night i said it i i commit to saying the word reverence at least 17 times before we get off a call because that's your word and that's like the word of the night and i love it right like we will revere our bosses at work. We will revere mm -hmm. our teachers at school. But what about revering the King of Kings and giving him that due honor? It's like, you probably open the door for your lady, right? Being a gentleman, right? Um, in a weird way, have you seen no God? I got this, let me just open the door. <laughs> right. Interesting concept. Yeah. Well, for sure that that uh when you're saying so back to romans 12 uh verse 2 the whole verse like you said you know he wants us to know it's like he wants us to know that he knows that we know and the holy spirit knows and he and it's just like i, I see this all over from the start to finish in the bible where it's like this is how the holy spirit works he wants you to know things he you know the devil is uh you know the great deceiver and, and the great liar but god is not a god of confusion he wants us to understand things and if we would just ask you know you have not because you do not ask but uh you know i think about even weird things that people think are conspiracies like uh in the garden of eden that you know god knew that they were going to eat the fruit um and he almost wanted them to to do it so that they could know right from wrong and and now the free that they had is going to come into account full swing. Now, now your free will is the only thing that gives your life purpose um, from this point forward. And you, the fact that you choose to, to obey me and the fact that you, you choose to, you know, as, uh, repent from things or the fact that you choose to disobey me. And it is the only thing that gives our lives meaning is this free will. You know, there's... um uh a scripture luke that um james 1 maybe like 24 25 around there uh somebody can uh drop in the chat if you know the, the exactly what the scripture is but like uh he's like the person who looks in the mirror looks away and immediately forgets what mm -hmm. they look like you mm -hmm. know when you hear something like that sometimes some folk think about somebody else but what is god was what the author there james was describing um was the human condition that's all mm -hmm. of us that literally is all of us all the time where we constantly need to be reminded of who we are um i, I i've learned this over the over time sin is simply a function of forgetting who you are. Again, I'll repeat that. Sin is simply a function of forgetting who you are. So if we stay in Genesis for a moment, and thanks for taking us there, Luke. If we stay in Genesis, you know, the, the, the serpent didn't tell her to eat the apple. I mean, if we read the text properly, he never he did. Right. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't. What he did was, so in the court of law, we know this, 
you do not have to prove somebody guilty or innocent. You just have to introduce enough reasonable doubt. And if there's enough reasonable doubt, you cannot convict. Meaning you can't mm -hmm. stand on your convictions if there is enough doubt present. And so marrying the Old and the New Testament here, James, but going right back to the Garden of Eden, this is what the enemy said. This is what the serpent said to Eve. Did God really say? Did, did he really say that you should do this metal, heavy, hardcore music? Did he really say that you should make your hair so beautiful, make all the ladies jealous, Luke? Did he really say all of these things? Like, is God really going to be there for you when the bills are due? Is he really going to be there? You better do something about it because God's not coming through. You might as well step up and be God, lowercase g, because big God, uh, uppercase g, isn't coming through for you right now. So you better step in and do something because did God really say and how many times do we hear that same whisper mm -hmm. introducing doubt and then we are all like the person who looks in the mirror, looks away, and immediately forgets who we are. Mm -hmm. And there's, so I applaud you guys for creating forums like this for people to connect on a Friday evening, right? To, yeah. to connect, to remind each other who we are, staying in community with other believers to constantly fan it into flame, the gifts of God that are within us, right? To continue to spark the curiosity of the possibility of what God can do through our capacities as we apply the tenacity to what he's called us to do. And so I applaud you guys for continuing to, to do this, right? You know, there's this whole thing, if one person or a hundred people, y'all, y'all the same, like you got to give that same, give that same effort, right? But that's what you guys do. You enable people's mirrors and you reflect back for them. So, I, I mean, I, I feel privileged to hang out with you guys tonight, man. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. We're so glad to have you on here. Um, this is such good stuff. I think this is just what we're, we've been, you know, we've been dreaming of and telling um you know the holy spirit that we we want we just we want we just want to you know build a community of of it with believers and connect with people and that, i think that's just what this this whole idea of this podcast started we were me and luke were just going to have a a bible study of each other and then we were like we're like how do we get some of these people you know that like our band that they want to they want to you know they want to join in on this and so it's been really really cool um and we're thankful to have you on here um yeah. So there is. Sorry, go ahead, Luke. I just I was just gonna say I'm definitely blessed and excited to have you here. Um, we haven't had many guests that uh, you know are able to expound on things so much so well, and um, you know I just had a couple of thoughts to what you were saying earlier. You know how we look in the mirror and 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 uh, well that that verse where we just forget what we look like. You know, I I heard this quote one time that just made so much sense to me, and it says, uh, I don't know who said it, but they said uh, the problem with human beings is they forget what they should remember, and they remember what they should forget, mm -hmm. and that goes along with everything bad that you you know it's just like that's that to repeat that they remember what they should forget, 
and they forget what they should remember, which is, you know, God, or they remember their pain when they shouldn't be. And it's just like, hey, that's where the rubber meets the road, you, you know, where you can actually renew your mind in that sense. Um, and then the other thing that you were saying about the dev devil and I was talking to Eve too, it just brought me to this, uh, this part from the screw tape letters that C.S. Lewis wrote. There was a line in there where, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, if you, if you don't know that just the context is, uh, it's a fictional story of these two demons, demons, uh, arguing with one another and talking about how they're going to, uh, ruin this man's life. Who's a believer, uh, you know, in God. And they're just like, well, if we do this and if we do this, but they said he can believe everything under the sun. He can read the scriptures and believe God hears him when he prays and he can take everything literally. But as long as he does not act on it, then we're good. We don't have to do anything else. As long as he doesn't take action on any any of those things, he can think that way his whole life and we will be fine. A part of me was thinking a lot about your football pass luke did you play as well uh just in high school high school okay yeah. okay Sorry, luke, i didn't mean to speak for you there <laughs> but no no yeah just but but you still put those pads on mm -hmm. and, and and you probably got laid out a couple of times you probably laid out some other people it's just fun back and forth right mm -hmm. yeah see yeah, the one thing the one thing that uh, James described about, you know, he's fast, he's elusive, he's hard to, but he probably still got hit a couple times, maybe, right. maybe once, let's just say, maybe once, but, but he, 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 you know, here's the beautiful part and you just got to bear with me till I get to a point and, 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 and I'll try to get there quickly. Um, we we all know this, th th this thought um, for the battle is not yours. The battle is the, lords okay if that is true and that is scripture okay if that's true and i'm going to create some tension here between two simultaneous truths that can coexist the battle is not yours the battle is the lord's okay then why did he tell us to put on the weapons of our warfare mm -hmm. why are we padding up if the battle is his why is he putting up a, a put on our football helmet of salvation, right? Maybe a Riddell helmet of salvation. I don't know, like whatever, whatever you want to put on, right? Like, and then, and then he says, put on your cleats. Oh, I mean, the gospel of peace, right? And, 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 and you know, your breastplate of righteousness, your Buffalo Jersey, right? Right. Uh, or your Colorado Jersey, right? Like, Hmm. Why y'all got to get equipped and armed up if the battle is his? And so there's this concept in, and you guys have never seen this happen. You have never seen a warrior in an arena. I mean, I know Theodore Roosevelt uh, wrote his poem, The Man in the Arena. Okay. But you've never seen a boxing match in a ring or a UFC fight, our cauliflowered ear friends. You've never seen <laughs> them not get hit everybody gets hit jesus says uh in this world you will have trouble but take heart see here's the thing we're learning have we learned to take a blow and still keep going like take a lick and keep and and, and, and don't quit 
oh my god it's and then they didn't like me and then they said a bad message and then they wrote a really (laughs) nasty message about me yeah (laughs) you you took a lick are you gonna quit everybody gets hit nobody is immune you want to be a champion well yeah you kind of have to because he says he 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 calls us uh overcomers well what are you overcoming you can't overcome nothing without getting hit you're not gonna skirt like i don't care how fast james was through his career eventually somebody caught him even if it was a blindside hit and those (laughs) are the worst those are the worst Uh, maybe not Couple of concussions too. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, learn that's how the to devil. Take a hit. The blind side. Yeah, uh, we got to learn how to take a hit, right. folks. If oh yeah. Been, if you've been hurting because you took a hit, at least you're in the game. I applaud you. You see, there's this moment where Jesus walks right. out into the water, and a bunch of his disciples are in a boat, right? 11 of them i don't know there's a bunch of disciples in a boat majority no all of them except for one said i'd rather have the safety of the boat but the boat was so boring to jesus if in another example he falls asleep in the middle of a storm on his boat because your boat is boring say hey boy hey daughter get out of the boat it's more fun when you walk on water you willing but i might sink yeah but you won't drown right I want to start a yeah, podcast because we like, want to do this little we want to do this little Bible study. Uh, uh, Luke James, let's do it. You know, we already have Bible names. We might as well start a we might as well start a a, a Bible study. Okay, cool. Um, 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 but what if nobody tunes in? Yeah, get out of your boat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Get out. Learn yeah, how to take boat, a shot. It, the boat was. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, or you know, if you get if you get knocked down you get back up and you know the, the scriptures where it says you know t- uh, two are better than one uh someone stumbles then the other can help them up you know and talking about our fellowship and i think yeah, a lot of times that's, that's neglected and uh and, and, I, and i've even fooled myself a few times saying well shouldn't i be able i mean there's a time for solitude and there's a time to be alone with the lord but I think there was a period in my life where I was like, that's all I want is God. You know, that's all I want. And shouldn't I be able to function and, and still live less in, in, in his ways if it's just me and him in relationship and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, along the lines mm-hmm. taking together things like this. And it's really just, it wasn't meant to be that way. Like when he created Eve, he said, I'm going to make a helper for, uh, for this man is suitable. I was going to say one thing. Um, yeah, just how many – you were kind of talking about, you know, taking a lick and, and keep moving forward, and I just keep I just keep hearing this, like, phrase in my brain to finish well. And, Ooh. you know, and that's just something that I think is so I... rare, in, especially in our, like, church culture. It's like, oh, somebody, mm. somebody was mean to me, so I'm going to leave this church that God called me oh. to. And I'm not going to finish here. I'm going to go to somewhere else. And so I think, and that's what happened with me in my football career was, you know, I thought I was a football player. That was just who I was. And, um, you know, my entire life I grew up, that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a professional football player. That was who I was. That was, that was everything. And, um, you know, I started to feel this draw towards music and football started to just get pulled away from me. And I was just like, God, why, why is this happening? And um, Mm. I could just feel the Lord, 
say, you know, nothing's wrong. You're just finished. I'm calling you Ooh. to the next thing. Ooh. You know, so I think if we can remember to finish what God is is doing in our lives, I think that's something that's really rare with especially young people is we take a lick, you know, and, and I, I'm preaching to myself. I do this all the time when, you know, somebody hurts my feelings. Okay. I'm just not even going to talk to them or serve them anymore. You know, you know, that happens all the time in the church, you know, cause it's full of people, mm -hmm. it's full of mm -hmm. people and they're going to show you their bad sides. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, that's just a phrase that just kept running in my head was just, we need to finish. We need to learn to finish. Well, if God calls you to something, you know, take a lick, keep going. Let's, let's finish what he's, he's, he's doing with us. You know, uh, for me, this is not a theological position folks. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, saying this. Um, this is just a personal opinion. So I'm about to declare in a personal opinion, big asterisk. This is not a theological opinion. Just my, uh, a, a theological position is my personal opinion to me, the greatest, the greatest, um, verse in the Bible. It is finished. Mm -hmm. A lot of people start a lot of things. Yeah. But real ones finish what they start. So James, oh. recognizing that moment where like, hey, what was going on with you? Because somebody's listening right now that they're like, so the beautiful thing about December 31st is the end of a year, but you're seconds away from your new year. Literally, when we go out on New Year's Eve, we're seconds away from a new year. What would you say to somebody who's like in that moment where they're like, yeah, something's dying within me. It's shriveling up and it's not comfortable. Like, every door opens and closes what would you say to that person but uh the the verse that was coming to mind for me was from paul when he said you know uh and this might not even be a believer that i'm talking to but you know uh forgetting what is behind and pressing on mm. toward what is I, I run the race uh win the prize which is christ jesus uh our lord and uh just you know, being able to recognize, like, sometimes you don't finish something well, and God's grace is sufficient mm. for it. way okay. more than that. Amen. But, you know, your guilt has to be, your guilt has to be uh, laid at the foot of the cross that he hung from and crucified so that you can, you can move on from it. Um, but you, yeah, so past regrets, I mean, I've heard this said too, and I made a lot of people mad, of course, because everybody takes everything so dang specific and get serious about it but i said you know depression is uh the lazy man's or no anxiety is the lazy man's disease and depression is the uh uh i don't know if I'm, if I'm getting this right or not but anxiety is is things in the future that have not happened yet that you worry about and depression is someone who focuses on the past and stays there and so if okay. you can just recognize those two things, and I think I've, you know, I've, I've dealt with clinical diagnoses of these things, but at the same time, they're very real cause and effect issues that are circumstantial in our lives as well. 
you know, it's not a chemical thing as much as it is something to recognize and say, Hey, how can I, how can I fix this? You know, and then God's there to just like show you the way and just really heal what needs to be healed. You know, don't, yeah. don't leave it, you know, don't leave a wound unhealed, you know, let's get that wound healed up because you got this to focus on now. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, what you just heard Luke say, he in no way, shape or form says that it's not real. What he is oh, saying absolutely. is, uh, you know, what he is saying is, what are you going to do about it? And here is a way that God has made for us to do something about it. And the beauty in what he's saying is we might feel this way, but we don't have to stay that way. And what Luke is offering up to us is an opportunity to label it correctly, depression as part of past and anxiety as part of future. But what you do in the present can make all the difference to separate the divide and bring you out of what you feel stuck in, right? And, and, and I love what you said. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to make sure that you understand he's not saying in any way, shape or form that it's not real. He's saying, what you're going to do about it? Because when you're around solution oriented people, he's not trying to fix. He's saying, Hey, I, I can introduce you to the fixer. Right. And that's, what's powerful about what he just said, right? It, it, it's, diagnosing is important all right so this is what the situation is see there there is this principle in project management it, it's it's simply this the solution is easy once you understand the problem uh -huh. and so what luke is doing for us he's helping us to understand the dynamics that are present in depression presence that the, the the dynamics of what's present in anxiety and now moving forward I, I, if you if you guys okay, I'll, I want to shift gears a little bit and just sure. share another quick thought um, with the audience today. And uh, how much time do we have? Because I don't want to go over time. Because I can talk a lot, as you guys can tell. Ten minutes. Uh, we got we got, got about ten minutes. All right, uh, I'll try to keep it shorter than that for sure. Um, a Bible story, a great Bible story, the temptation of uh, Jesus. Right, so he's in the desert. Right, and don't believe on bread alone and you know worship him and you know you can have all the universe and okay so it's really interesting luke 4 1 to 4 man i've been quoting james and luke all night all night look at that okay yeah, yeah. okay awesome so luke That's 4 luke 4 verse 1 to 14 is where we find that but there are bookends that i really want to highlight for everyone listening in tonight i want to highlight verse 1 and verse 14, the book ends of his wilderness experience. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where it begins. It says he goes and, and, and James and Luke will fact check and verify because they got the Bibles out. So don't worry about it. Whatever translation you read, this is kind of actually what it says and, and they'll fact check. So gentlemen, please fact check what I'm saying. This is what it says. It says he goes into the desert full of the spirit. You see that, right? Yeah. Okay. But what blew my mind, and I had to figure out, it took me a few months because I sat on this. Verse 14. Huh. He comes out of the desert full of the power of the Spirit. What the crack happened between verse 2 and 13 for him to go in full of it and then come out of it full of the power 
of it. So something transformed within him. See, he had all the goods. He had what he needed. But something happened in that wilderness for him to convert knowledge into power and application. What happened? And so we know it as the temptation of Christ in the wilderness. Now, this is all about the mirror as well. This is about Genesis as well. This is about James, right? We're looking in the mirror, looking away. This is, this is how it goes down. There's three temptations. Two of the temptations are powerful because this is what, and no matter what translation you read, folks, this is what it says. Well, the original text is what it says. The enemy wasn't getting Jesus to do the wrong thing. Listen to the way the question is phrased. It says, if you are, he went after his identity. As soon as you are a great football player, but God has called you to music and you don't recognize the season with, with that you're in, you're going to miss the mark because you miss your identity. Right. And if James didn't yield to the spirit of God within him and just like, wait, what is happening? If he didn't yield, we wouldn't be on this call today, would we? No. <laughs> and, no. and there's something powerful about knowing who you are. Are. The enemy is always going to come after it. Look, there's some pastors that probably should be mechanics. Mm -hmm. And there's some yeah. mechanics that should probably be pastors. Right. Yeah. What happens at the end when we show up to God and he says, uh, depart from me, I knew you not. Why? Here's why I think that that's a reality because we're not going to be judged. I'm going to just uh, you know try to truncate some phrases here. Uh, we're not going to be judged for what we did on earth. My, This is my understanding. I believe that we were all sent to the planet on purpose, for a purpose. That's why he gave us the uniqueness of our fingerprint, right? If you look yeah. at that, and if everybody did that, everybody's fingerprint is very different. Yeah. And, and okay. so if we were all very different, encoded in our DNA is our purpose. So I do, I feel like, it would be unfair for God to judge me the same way, you know, Pakistani boy growing up in Canada versus a girl in, in Spain versus the guy in Australia versus Japan versus Colombia. So right. I don't believe that he's going to judge us for what we did on earth. I think there's a standard. I think there's a measuring stick and I think it's in our DNA. I don't believe God's going to measure us for what we did on earth. I think he's going to measure us against what we were supposed to have done on earth earth and when you can grab a hold of your identity and then buy into it like romans 12 2 buy into it and own your identity and then put your back into it put your arms into put your mind into it put your muscle in it man that's when you begin to change the world because you're in tune with what God has done for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying all that for what? Ha. Huh. Your purpose matters. Your identity matters. Because when you buy in and you go all in, watch God go all out for you. Watch him. Mm -hmm. Watch him. I assure you, James, if... You may not have made the right play, but if you're doing it the way the coach wanted you to do it, like if the outcome of the play wasn't good, but you did what the coach asked you to do, he's not pulling you out of the game because the outcome of the play, as long as you're doing what the coach asked you to do. Right. But if you're doing your own thing 
and the play messes up, <laughs> something's wrong there. Right. You're out. Yeah. So I just want to encourage everybody yeah. to really lean into the <laughs> concepts of identity. That's a part of why we wrote the book Well Done, A Passionate Pursuit of Purpose, because mm -hmm. there's so much power and juice. Uh, look, folks, it's it's uh, 10 p.m. where I am. I'm Eastern Standard Time, right? And, and and do it look like I lack any energy? Nah, I got juice for days. <laughs> Why? Because I'm talking about stuff that I'm wired. Like I get so amped about the things of God when I'm doing what I've been put on the planet to do. But if you want to start talking about golf, buddy, I fell asleep half an hour ago. Nothing against golf. I'm sure it's a wonderful sport. It's a wonderful sport. It's great, but it's not my thing. So I don't got grace for it, but I got grace for my race. I got grace mm -hmm. for what God called me to do. So I just wanted to leave that with everybody. Like, that's awesome. Check it. Read the word. Find out who you are. Buy in. Don't forget who you are. Constantly stay in community with people like James and Luke. And constantly remind yourself that you are made in the image of greatness. You're made in the image of God. Amazing. I love that, man. Thank you so much for saying all that. That was That's really good. Um, I know we're running out of time. I want to be conscious of your time, too. I know it's late over where you're at. But um, I wanted to ask you if you could speak on what uh, this Christian Business Harvest Network is. I, uh, I, I am a firm believer that everybody should make as much money as possible. Like, go get it. Go get your bag. And, and, and go get your Santa Claus size bag. Like, Amen. like go, go get it with two conditions. With two conditions. What are you willing to do to get it? Meaning your morals and what are you going to do? And how you get it really matters. Secondly, what are you going to do with it when you get it? So how you get it and what are you going to do with it? Those two questions really matter. So the Christian Business Harvest Network, what we do, we do a lot of skill set training and mindset training for Christians to be the best that they possibly can be in their careers. And that if you are an accountant, be the best freaking accountant that company has ever seen. And we, we instill that mindset of just being the best version. Because I, I think one of the ways that we can glorify God is through worship. But work is a form of worship. Yes. And so at CBHN, what we do every Thursday night at 7 p.m. EST, uh, a bunch of people jump on a Zoom call. We'll take a topic and we'll just run right through it and rip right through it. We challenge each other. It gets nasty sometimes, and I love it because we always hear this <laughs> phrase. Luke, we always hear this phrase, iron sharpens iron, and it's cute. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen iron sharpens iron? You know what happens? Sparks fly. It's you gotta be able to hand. You want to get sharp? Watch sparks fly, and it, we might rub you the wrong way. But no one has ever described me as a warm hug. It's generally a, a swift kick in the pants. And if you're Brad. willing to be challenged in your career and the direction that God is taking you in, whether it's starting a business or, or, or again being a mechanic, like whatever it is, we constantly pray over everybody that God would bless them in their prosperity. Again, with two with two caveats. What are you doing to get it? Because you got to stay in the realm of morality, right? And then secondly, what are you going to do with it? Because we want to fund the kingdom of God. We want to make sure that every pastor and priest that has a vision 
for what they can do for the kingdom of God has the financial resources to see it through. So go ahead and be kings in the marketplace and go make that dollars to give the money to your pastor who can go and live out the dreams of that big building and then that ministry and reach the loss for the kingdom. So that's uh, cbhn.net? Yeah. Yeah, that it, it right now though I think they're they're changing up the website. It's in uh in pursuit of dot com. I so in pursuit of dot com. Okay, yeah, I'll put all these links in the in the description awesome. if anybody's interested in that. Uh, Shiraz, thank you so much for coming on. This is amazing. Um, well, real quick, I, I, yeah, go ahead. I loved I loved the motto that was uh, associated with that company where it says uh, where the entrepreneurial spirit meets the Holy Spirit. And I was like, there it is. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That beautiful intersection. Right. It's such mm -hmm. a beautiful. Here's the last thing I'll say. And it's never the last thing, but I, I'll try my best to make sure this is the last thing. There is this. Uh, they talk about the 12 inch gap between the heart and the head. And that's mm. what I'm trying to bridge for Christ-centered people is let's bring the head with as much as, you know, Christian is about the heart. Let's bring our heads to the game as well. Let's bring this, the thinker with us, with the ticker and the thinker together. Man, that's a powerful force when they're both submitted to the mind of Christ. Mm. Amen. So how can, uh, well, how can people reach you? Um, also, yeah so um uh in pursuit of.com just on the website there, there, there's some contact information there feel free to reach out we have a we have a team of people that'll be more than happy to talk to or reach out to me directly I, I don't do good on socials but i my the only social platform that i really play on is linkedin so my name's right there on the screen folks yeah. hit me up on linkedin I uh, try to stay in that realm, uh, be just meeting business folks as much as I can, because that's the place of influence that I want to be able to affect their people in business. So again, because I want them to make money because somebody's got to pay for your pastor's dream. And so that's, mm -hmm. that's why I stay in a LinkedIn world. And so, yeah, hit me up on LinkedIn. Be more than happy to have any conversation that you want to have. Awesome. James, Luke, well, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, sincerely. And I meant what I said when I heard you guys making all that noise when I first saw it. I absolutely fell in love with a genre of music that I've never listened to in my <laughs> life. That's awesome. That's Thank crazy. You man. Thank you. Praise, praise God. And yeah, we'd love we'd love to have you have you. Oh, we'd love to have him back again sometime too. You know, this was amazing to me. Yeah, this is yeah, it was incredible. Uh it's just so cool that we can we can connect with you on things i mean you've never even heard this style of music and we can connect with you and and we can uh you know get to know another uh brother in christ so thank you so much for coming on tonight um this is this has just been really great i hope everybody listening really enjoyed this um looks like we got some comments in here so that's pretty cool um so again shiraz sadiq is that how you say it you I got it. I messed it up the first time, so now we'll, we'll get it right this time. <laughs> Luke, were you well, we'll stay in touch. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, we'll stay in touch. Uh, just uh, we'll be uh, put some links on our on our Facebook page and yeah. promote some things. 
um, just stay in touch and love to talk to you again, man. Yeah, yeah. And remember, Jamal Murray is a local boy. He, uh, he, he's from Kitchener, Ontario. My daughter goes to school mm. in Kitchener right now. So wow. go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Yeah, go nuggets yeah. mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was such a – oh, man, that was great. Um, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't even know that. So that's that's amazing. Another connection we got. So There you mm-hmm. go. There Tell you me go. Praise Gents, God. Uh, again, appreciate you. Bless you guys. you guys. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Bless Have a great you, night. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. So we're, we're still on live, um, but I wanted to – Luke, you had some announcements that you wanted to speak. That was awesome. Um, so we're that was cool, live. dude. I just wanted to. I'm really uh, glad we got a, a guest well, on here, Shiraz. Um, and so, Luke, since we're still on live, do you want to um, share your announcements that you have or anything? I I got a couple that I'm gonna um, I'm gonna plug real quick. Um, yeah. For uh, one of our fans. Um, Donovan Stockwell uh, bought one of our shirts off of our merch store and uh, wanted us to sign it. So he, you know, he sent it out to us to get it signed. And then lo and behold, I'm like, this is a bigger package than a T-shirt would hold. And he sent us these goodies here, which is uh, some tumblers here that uh, uh, built tumblers like 24 hours cold, six hours hot. And he he made all this paracord here. For handles and that's really i think what his company is like his company i need to plug this real quick um it's a dms which is his initials i'm 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 sure um but it's instagram.com slash dms paracording and they just do paracording and more is what their their logo says here um but ultimately i just wanted to uh you know Praise God for you know the the opportunities we have for our merchandise. This is the shirt that he ordered. It's uh, Finding Neverland on the left breast. It says established 2012, which is cool because that's when we started it yeah. uh, back in the day. And then uh, Very Treasure is referencing our song Very Treasure. And on the back here we got it says Finding Neverland. It's a, a pirate ship here. And then Treasured More Than Gold or Silver on the back, and that's the lyrics for it. So. We're going to get that signed and sent off. Um, another announcement I wanted to make. Uh, we, we probably found, uh, <laughs> we probably found another guitar player. It's going to, uh, work well with our music and, and re- is really excited. He's a, he's a believer. And it was just, uh, just all praise to God because I have to share this. It's the Holy spirit. We're working in ways that I can't explain, but, we we got on our website. We were talking about, hey, what about new members again? Or like, so we want we want new members uh, to play live sufficiently in the best way that we can. But I thought we had a profile on this website. James was like, oh, I can't find it. Let me just make us one right now. And then a few days later, we get a message on Facebook. Is this the same band? Oh yeah, dude. And then just to find out that this person just loved this style of music and wants to play and is willing to learn our music. And I'm just like, I'm going to go jam with them tomorrow, actually. Um, and just another note is, you know, we could use a couple more members uh, to play our best when we start playing live again. Um, it, it would just really, uh, you know, we're, we're praying for that too, um, to have a full lineup. You know, we can do it without them, uh, like we've been doing without uh, Jason. But 
yeah, uh, Jason, just want to give him a shout out. Thanks for uh, being so cool and, and uh, chatting with me and uh, just talking about all things uh, Christian metal. I mean, just our, you know, all, all the above. So uh, I just need to give God the glory. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. It's just like with this guest, uh, Shiraz, he's never even listened to our music or our style of music and somehow he was, he stumbled upon something of ours and, you know, wanted to be on the podcast and it's just so cool. And somebody that was very insightful and you could just feel his energy, um, you know, through the computer screen. So, I mean, guys, the Holy spirit is working and I just, yeah, I think, I hope we've encouraged somebody that's listening, um, to, you know, just take that step. If there's something that God is stirring up in your, in your soul, you know, just take that step and, and the Holy Spirit's going to grow that thing. And I think that's what's happening with Finding Neverland. And, and so um, we're excited about that. And Donovan Stockwell, thank you, brother, for sending us the, yeah. those, those, uh, that, um, the goodie bag, man. We got some stickers and some. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Paracord keychain yeah. stuff. Uh, oh, man. I should go Beautiful. check that company out. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll follow uh, them and maybe we'll we'll post the link as well. Um, but so cool the stuff that's happening. So and we thank you anybody who's listening and 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 uh, you know supporting us and um, continuing to pray for us and um, you know let us know if we can pray for you. Send us you know email DM. I don't care. I'll I'll try and do my best to make sure I see it. So um, yeah, that's that's the takeaway is like. You don't have to do anything alone. Yeah, right. When you, That's what you, like this. This is an offering. You know, we like. I want to be a living sacrifice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Christ follower. So, um, just I, I and like anyone else who is looking to do that with their life too. Let's join forces. And so this is episode thirty-one. Thank you guys for listening. This was um, this was really cool. Best episode we ever did. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, so I, far, I, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to pray for Shiraz. I guess um, Luke, do you want to pray, or do you, you want me to pray? What do you, we forgot to finish that out. I was going to pray for him, but I kind of forget. Uh, you can kind of forget what we're doing. Well, we're doing it good, man. Um, yeah, just going for it. You, you go. You go ahead and do it, man. Cool, man. Oh, Father, thank you so much uh, for tonight. We just um, we marvel at you and what you're doing and how you how you connect, you know, complete strangers together and um, we can connect because, um, because we love you and you loved us first. And we're just, um, I just, I just feel the spirit of gratitude and, and uh, excitement. And I just want to, um, I just want to praise you father for um, everything that you're doing I pray for anybody out there who, who maybe, um, you know, was on the fence or I, I just pray that somebody is getting encouraged to see your goodness and to see how um, amazing you are and what the Holy Spirit can do with just a little bit of faith, just a mustard seed of faith, what the Holy Spirit can, how it, how he can guide us um, in ways that we just, we can't even explain. Um, things are happening with me and Luke that we just can't even explain and, um we're so thankful for your grace and um for your um willingness to um 
to to guide us in, in in the way that you want us to and we just we praise you we lift you up um this podcast this band everything we just want it to be for you and for your glory god we love you um i pray for shiraz shiraz um we th- thank you for guiding us to um to his uh, network and um i just pray that you'll continue to speak through him and speak to him and um i i pray for um for his family over there in Canada. Um, I'm, I'm so thankful that you've brought another brother um, that we can uh, connect with way over there in, in Canada. And so we're just so thankful. And I just pray for Shiraz and he'll just continue to um, help people as much as he has already. And we're just so thankful that we've, we got to know him. And um, yeah, I just worship you, father. We thank you so much for these opportunities and, um, just so much gratitude. I don't, I don't even know. I really don't even know what else to say. I'm just blown away with, with, uh, with what's going on. So I pray for Shiraz. I pray for, um, Luke as well. I pray for, I pray for Luke to, uh, continue to be the light that he is and the man of God that he is as well. So, um, I pray that this, this podcast reaches, uh, the person that you, you really want to reach. Um, you really want to encourage them um to find their identity in Christ and to to uh to move forward in that identity and and um I love the message of just continuing to um remember who you made us to be you define who we are not not the world god and we thank you for that we thank you that you've def- you've defined what uh our purpose is and what our what love should look like and you've defined what um you've defined just uh, the path that we need to, that we need to take God. And so we're just, I'm just so thankful. Um, yeah. Thank you, father. I praise, I pray all these things in the name of your mighty son, Yeshua. Amen. Yeah. Um, let us know if we can pray for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was a really cool episode. Um, go follow Shiraz, go hit him up. If you guys are interested in the Christian, um, business harvest network. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Hit us up. If you're, if you're having trouble, find them, you know, finding them, we'll help you out with that. So, um, thank you. Um, anybody who's listening, thank you for the people that have purchased our merch. Like I just can't even believe that's happening. Um, and thanks for listening. We love you guys. We bless you. Thanks love for you guys. In. Yeah. We'll see you guys, uh, next Friday. Sounds good to me.